I am right back at you. Well, wait a minute. Actually, it should be more like, uh, here you are. You came back. Well, Tracy, you're here. I may as well be here. <laughs> it's Tracy, Tracy A. Sprinkman for another episode of Your Success Last DNA. So, um, if this is your first time listening to us, let me tell you, we, we do this Monday through Friday. And then what's going to be happening, it's going to be kicking off next week. This is only going to be showing up on any of the feeds and on iTunes on Monday. We're going to keep doing it Tuesday through Friday, but only the premium members are going to get it. So what you're going to want to do is go to YourSuccessAtLast.com, and you'll see the banner right underneath the menu there. Say, hey, do you, have you, do you know the seven uh, critical steps for success? Watch this video. Click below to watch this video. So if you click on that, that banner bar, it's going to take you to a little video. You can watch the video, a two, three minute video there. Drop in your name and email. I will send you that little ebook that shows you the seven critical steps for your success. And then anyone who's on my list on Sunday is going to be getting a special coupon code for a. For a deal, let me tell you, it's going to be a deal, and it's going to last as long as you stay a member, and you're going to want this deal. It's going to be a steal of a deal. Hey, I'm a poet, and I don't know it. Oh, my God, I amaze myself. I'm sorry. I'm back now. Anyway, so let's start with our question. Tuesday, question of the day. How are you using your talents? You know, we all have talents. Quite often, we don't always recognize the talents. Uh, there are things that you do, you're just inherently good at because you've enjoyed doing them so much that you've gotten really, really proficient at them. That's one of your talents. You may not even recognize you have it as a talent. Uh, I, I tell folks time and again, sit down and write all the things down that you really enjoy doing, that you feel you're good at doing, and then slide that list aside and ask some of your trusted friends and family what they think you're good at, what they come to you for advice for. And then go back and compare those two lists. So if you write down the things you enjoy doing, and then they mention the things that uh, they trust and come to you for advice for, and any of those align, ooh, those are some really good nuggets right there you want to jump on. So how are you using those talents? Using them for good? Just kind of letting them sit on the wayside? Something to ponder. Okay, so what else we want to ponder today? Yeah, here's something you, you hear about. We've got the, the holiday season right around the corner, and you always hear that phrase, it's better than to give than to receive. You know, I believe in that. I really do. It's always more fulfilling to give somebody and watch the look on their face as they open that present on Christmas morning or on their birthday or just because present. You know, that is very fulfilling. But you know, in the world of personal development, there's the other side of this, too. And I think it's the world in general, is that sometimes you really have to get in order to give. And this is in a greedy angle, so hear me out. So we've all heard, like I said, we've all heard about the, you got to give in order to receive, and it's better to give than receive. But I'm here to tell you about the, you have to get. And like I said, I'm coming at this a little different angle. Let me give you a little story that might help tell you what I help you see where I'm coming from. A few years ago, I was looking for a luxury catalog here in the United States and my staff, the headcount was was dwindling. And uh, I always say we were probably down about two, three folks. I wanna say it was two. Let's just say it was two. One, two. So obviously everyone on the team was really you know, doing a lot more work to take up the slack. I mean, let's put it this way, a forty hour work week <laughs> yeah. 
Right. Most days, I probably arrived at my modest little office 6, 6.30 in the morning, sometimes 5, 5.30 in the morning, and wouldn't be getting out of there 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock was not, not surprising. And, and, and the week I want to tell you the story about was really no different. Uh, much like you, you know, I probably uh, you know, you have deadlines looming on the horizon and those freaking bottlenecks, right, that just get between you and those deadlines. Then all of a sudden, bam, life happens. A wrench, a wrinkle, a hiccup. Or as some of the folks in corporate America call it, an opportunity. An opportunity presented itself. What was it? Well, one of our suppliers from overseas gave us a holler and said, guess what, you know that, that, that hugely successful product that we gave you last year and you reordered for us again this year, yeah, it's, it's going to be late. Oh my god, are you kidding me? What are we going to do? The catalog that this is going to be on the cover of is getting ready to go to the press. It's getting ready to go to the printer tomorrow. Right? It's going to be there tomorrow. We're anticipating selling, oh my god, probably 15,000, 20,000 units. Oh my god. Right? It's just literally, it was, if it would have been one of those cartoons, my jaw would have literally disconnected from the, my face and hit the ground and shattered into gazillion little pieces. So, what goes through your mind? Alright, well, what do we do? Uh, do we leave it on the cover and take all the back orders and all the customer service issues that go with it? Oh gosh. Mm. Um, hey, Let's take it off the cover. Mm, wait a minute. If we take it off the cover, what are we going to put on the cover? What do we have enough of? What do we have enough of that would pull the same level of volume? Remember, this was a very popular product last year, right? Uh, oh my God! What are we going to do? What are we do? You just your your head starts spinning. So now you've got to come up with a couple of different scenarios to serve up to senior leadership because they're the ones really making decisions. They're the ones that uh, you know. I'm going to say, uh, here's what we're going to do. Now, you can serve up the ideas, which is well, my job to do. But here we are, four main catalogs getting ready to go to the printer, 20,000 units at risk, uh, and it's all going to be turned in by first thing in the morning. That was the task that was facing my buddy Ron and I. Uh, he was one of the guys on my staff. And he was one of those guys who was pulling a lot of slack. And, oh, of course, there was all the daily work that still had to be done. You feel me on this? Yeah, you do. You've been there, right? You've had that task, that, that last minute project just dropped in your lap. It had to be done probably before you left or before the boss came in the next morning. And uh, heaven help you if the boss was an early riser, right? So, here I was, nose down, just cranking away. Hours after hours, really the hours just kind of flew by. It was like blink and the day was over. You know, five o'clock day was over. Not my day was over. And at one point, in in the middle of my blink, Ron popped his head in my office and he said, Hey man, is there anything I can do to help you out? And I looked up at them and, and kind of tongue-in-cheek, maybe cheeky, sarcastically said, Yeah, you could do the next month's forecast, right? right? And he chuckled, right? He said, Oh yeah, sure, no problem. And walked out. A little bit later, I was coming back, grabbing myself a soda or a drink or something, some water or whatever it was. And I was passing by his desk and I, I was really frozen in my dress. Oh my goodness. I looked at him and there he was. He was working the reforecast. I said, dude, seriously, I, I was really just kidding. You have enough in your plate. He looked at me and said, and I don't remember this. The, the look on his face is very like, yeah, and you don't? You see, 
this is the point where our chat, our discussion kind of wound, and he reminded me that really he was a part of my team. He was here to support me. He was here to support the business. And then what he felt like he was doing was helping me stay focused on a really big problem we were facing. And at the same time, it was helping him feel a part of a bigger picture, of the bigger picture, you could say. Plus, Doing something he had never done before, that re-forecast, was helping him kind of grow out store outside of his normal area of expertise. Did he have the skills to do it? Heck yeah, right? So this really was a win-win-win all the way around, would you say? Yeah, it was. Uh, I still got to focus on the project, the, some of the daily tasks that really needed to get done were still getting done. And he was growing, he was expanding, and he was feeling fulfilled as a process. Of course it was a good thing. Say it. It was a good thing, Tracy. I know it was. All right. So, here's the question. Are you taking on the world? Hmm? Hmm? Well, you should be. I mean, I want you to take on the world. The kind of people that come here and listen to this show are take on the world people. But here's the next question. Are you taking on the world alone? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you probably are. Are you taking on the world alone and you have lots of people that will help you circumvent that globe a whole lot easier if you just let them be a part of your Who Want To crew? Your Who Want To crew. I said that fast, didn't I? It's something I put in my in my ebook. It's actually something I stole from Benjamin Franklin. It's your crew, your can-do crew is another word. The thing that I call them. See, if you're like me, and, and a lot of the folks that listen come here and listen, they're, they're like me. It's a good thing, because I'm not for everyone right now. But anyway, if you're like me, you are like me, right? You do like me, right? I'm just kidding. Um, you're, you're not a big fan of asking for help. You're one of those go-getters, go-doers. Um, but you have to remember, you have to get in order to give. Hmm? You have to get that assistance you need in order to give them the fulfillment of participating. Give them the joy of helping you. Give them the... Uh, again, the fulfillment, I don't want to use the same word again, the fulfillment of being a part of your bigger picture. And plus, if, you can help, if it helps you get there better, faster, and easier, wouldn't you want to learn that? Because maybe they have a tip, a technique, uh, just a little shortcut that can save you a minute, an hour, a day. Would you want to learn that? <laughs> yeah, of course you do. So, remember, you don't need to get... What you need, oh, what, how do I, how do I see this? If you don't get what you need, how in the heck can you get what others need from you, right? right? In, other words, in other words, in order to give, you're going to have to refill the vessel. That, that, that vessel, you call it your heart, your soul, your mind, your energy, your motivation level. I mean, you come here, right, to maybe get a little boost, a little oomph. A little uh, motivational DNA, right? So you come here to get that, that, that refill. So if you don't get that, well, then you're going to like, what is the same thing with everything else, right? How can you give if you don't get? So you can do it for a while, but like I said, you know, you're, you're, you're slowly going to drain the tank when you run out. Ah, that's not a good thing. Sitting on the roadside, watching life pass you by, as you're like, I feel. So you need to refuel consistently, right? Come, keep coming here for your motivation. Keep giving to others. Keep letting them give to you so that you keep giving back. Then what you'll see is your skill and your influence. And yes, you're, you are influential to a number of people. It, it grows. But the question becomes, are you asking for that support? That's a skill you want to need you to learn. All right, so tomorrow we're going to talk about upping your game. Huh? And, and Thursday.
accuracy, which is actually right. Remember, I skipped Monday. <laughs> so about turning your knowledge into power, and then finally, we're going to talk about turning you around, getting you back on track. And I have a little surprise uh, appearance for you on Sunday, like I said. We're going to keep moving. So, again, go out to your success at last. Click on that banner right underneath the menu there. Uh, get your free copy of the 7 Critical Steps to Success. It'll get you on my list so when I send out those uh, those insider emails to just my friends, right? <laughs> All the people on my list are my friends. Uh, you'll get that, that killer deal for the programs that are coming up. And the programs are going to be awesome. Monday through Friday, you're going to get lots of this daily motivation. You're going to get the... Uh, the Your Success 360, that's a daily tip for each area of your life, your social life, your physical life, your mental life, your spiritual life, your financial life, one for each day. 365 days. Yeah, I know I said 360. I'm going to overdo every kind of guy. You're going to get the two uh, goals programs I've been selling for some time now. You're going to get those for free and a number of other programs. Those, when you when you uh, fill out your email, it will drop you off on that page and you'll see the, the laundry list of what you're going to get. So go out there, get your free copy of the seven critical steps to your success. And I'll leave you like I always do. Think successfully. Take action. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.